Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for a peculiar podcast. In your wildest dreams, you could not imagine the marvelous surprises that await you. Hosted by Pat Cashman. He had a fiery quality on the stage and off the stage, and he was gorgeous to look at. And back by his side, Lisa Foster. She has tattoos, she's cool. She's dangerous. Broadcasters turned rogue podcasters. This <laughs> just a real nice surprise. They're back and on demand. Just press the button. See, you're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. Some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they? Yes, I guess you're right. <laughs> Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Yeehaw! Can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it, yeah. And like a runaway train that cannot be stopped, we are doing it again. And Lisa Foster has been kind enough to agree to join me one more time for this podcast. You have yeah. agreed, haven't you? Yeah. There's no gun. I'm not being kind. Gun being held here. Okay. Yes, I like it. Uh, and, uh, and before we even get underway here, let's say that we're going to have an event coming up and it's coming up pretty quickly now it's going to be may 18th it's a sunday and we're going to do our 100th episode of peculiar podcast live at, uh, live on location it won't be live live in the fact in the we're sense taping that it. it's a live tape it's a live taping yeah which this one is too but the difference is that this time we would like you to be there and we'll look better than we do right now yeah, well we're going to spruce up a little bit um, and and so it's May 18th at Third Place Books. That's a in in a uh, a nicer strip mall there in Lake Forest Park. Lake there's Forest two Park. there's two locations. Did you know that? I did not know there's that. There's two Third Place Books. Is, okay. So is that be, how you say that? There's two Third Place Bookses. Is that how you say that? I I, I don't know. There's two Third Place Books. I don't know how to say that. I'd, I'd go with. Books There's two third place book locations. There, there you go. Then you. avoid that altogether. And and, and so uh, it's uh, if you know uh, that general area, Lake City Way, it's right off of that. There's yeah. an Albertsons there. There's a, a Ross Dress for Less. There's a I think the li- there's a library there. There's a Baskin Robbins. Right Aid there. And and we're going to be at third place books. They've got a Commons area mm-hmm. there. That's where we will be. May eighteenth, we'll- noon to three. It's free. Uh, we're gonna have prizes. Come on down, and uh, it'll be fun. I think it's, it'll be fun. Yeah, we well, we it'll think it will. It'll be more fun if you're there. So yeah. please make a note of it. Put it on your calendar, and we hope to see you there. Uh, I just my dog has been mooching around while we're doing this podcast, and we I've set out uh, a healthy uh, helping of celery, carrots, and uh, tomatoes here. That's and those, so nice. And I used to. I used to avoid carrots because I would choke on them all the time. I know. I was joking with you off the air. I go, hey, Pat, you want a carrot? And you're all, yes, I think I'll have one. Yeah. And I'm like, what? And they're fine. And I couldn't get you them. never d- used to eat them. Raw carrots, I couldn't get them down for some reason. I remember one time we were at some people's house and I started choking on a carrot. And I went to my knees and people thought, oh, he's such a card. Look at him. 
And I was what really a funny guy. I was just choking to death. My wow. wife luckily recognized, and she gave me the Heimlich maneuver, which works, by the way. Mm-hmm. And these carrots came flying out. And then you got afraid to eat them, so you yeah. had like a a mental block against them. When well, did you try to eat the deadly carrot again? I tried, it was years, right? Well, I would try again, but it, it always seemed to stick in my throat. You know, when you eat a hard-boiled egg, somehow it doesn't go down. Mm-hmm. It, they're just <clears> peculiar <throat> foods like that that just won't quite go down easily that's why you got to mix that mix it with mayonnaise yeah well if now you mix i know everything with mayonnaise it just slides right down so now what i am into are eating a uh, healthy baby carrots uh these, little, i know you put these little baby these carrots, are carrots that are not grown up yet and i said they're not you, adult i can't handle adult carrots baby carrots are great and i said to you you do know these aren't you know the lie about baby carrots you, you do know the lie about baby carrots right that there aren't they aren't real they aren't baby carrots. Well, what about baby oil? Well, I... <laughs> that's not oil from babies. Is this what... <laughs> no, these aren't baby carrots. The lie about baby carrots is that. What they're... about baby corn? Well, baby corn, I think, is real because I don't think you could take a large corn and make a baby corn out of it. Corn, corn. But that's what they exactly what they do. That is exactly the lie that baby carrots are. Is they actually So what you're telling me is that these carrots that's right. were adult this carrots. Little teeny tiny carrot right here. They've been shaved. Grow like this. He was formed like this. Man, this changes everything <clears throat> I thought created, about everything in he, life. He was chiseled away from a big giant carrot. In fact, this whole plate of baby carrots probably came from one big ass carrot. So I've was, been duped. Yeah. That's uh, the lie of baby carrots. They're not real. I don't know who to get mad at. I don't want to go down to Fred Meyer well, and start uh, swinging. Uh, there's no reason to be mad, which is funny because people have on the internet been, oh, I'm outraged. What a betrayal. Who cares? What about it's those a, baby tomatoes over there? You, <laughs> you get the same thing. Really? No, no. What don't do you mean, shave really? tomatoes down. Well, then you just answered your own stupid question, didn't you? Yes, I did. Yes. <laughs> and I... And I don't like it being characterized <laughs> as stupid, Sorry. even though it was. All right. I have a quick listener um, email that I wanted to share with you. Okay. Is uh, that all right? Well, yeah. But before you do, I, okay. I just the reason I brought up oh. the carrots is because my moochie dog here thinks he's oh, got right, to eat right, right. a carrot. And I know he doesn't want him. I give him the carrot, puts it in his mouth, swishes it around, and drops and it And spits out. it out. Yeah. Now, Daisy... So these guys... Yeah, well, uh, these guys eat like wolves. I mean, when I put their fo- food dish down, yeah. I can barely get it down, and I can barely stand erect again before the food is gone. They just go. They just like take they're it. starving. Oh yeah, yeah, and You'd that's how Daisy, starving. my female cocker spaniel, is. Which I meant to say, she'll eat the carrot. She'd eat the. T- she loves vegetables. She mm. will eat pretty much anything. It doesn't matter if you cover it with dirt. She'll eat it. She's just. Oh, I'm going to eat it. Really? My my boy. Will she eat her own feces? No, but I did have a dog who did that. Why do they do that? Because, little, uh, because other feces aren't available, perhaps? And, and if I had a cat, they'd probably eat those. That cat's poop. What is that? I don't know. But Why do animals do that? One of these dogs will regularly eat cat, um, like it's almond roca in the uh, in the cat litter thing. 
and I have to, and then we have chickens, and they want to eat that stuff too. I heard that. Ugh, I heard that on. it's some sort of defi- vitamin deficiency or some sort of deficiency. It might just be mental a, deficiency. A mental yeah. deficiency. Yeah, I mean, I, I then I think, why do I buy dog treats when chicken poop <laughs> tastes just as good to them as a dog treat? Why and they're I, rubbing their paws together. Yeah. I can't wait to get up. So why buy treats? But Quince, my male dog, my male cocker spaniel, who I adopted last year, is the slowest eater on the planet daisy pretty much just sits there tapping her paw because she just is waiting for him to even just move away slightly so she can dive in she's like if she could speak she'd say are you gonna finish that?" yeah she would be like that and he eats one kibble at a time (laughs) and i've tried and it's so it, it wouldn't be so bad if i could just leave him with the food and go do my thing but i have to stand guard because daisy's ready to jump right, in right. and i've tried everything i've tried putting uh covering it with gravy covering his food with gravy putting a beef on it put a live pig on it bacon cheese <laughs> chocolate syrup he won't he won't gobble it down he the eats live it pig did not work one huh? kibble at a time <laughs> so frustrating oh that's so funny. and i've changed food because people have said well maybe he just doesn't like the taste so i've changed not the brand but i've changed like well maybe he likes chicken and yams oh no maybe he likes you know you can get bison like bison yeah. food mm-hmm. i thought oh he might he maybe he wants a buffalo isn't that what a bison is yeah I've given, a, I've given my dogs that in the dry form they, one they like it. kibble at a time I don't know what his issue is. Well, you know what? Maybe he doesn't have an issue. Maybe he's doing what we are admonished to do, which is eat your food slowly. Don't wolf it, literally. Yeah. Take your time. It'll settle into your stomach better. Um, You know, what are you supposed to, what was the old admonition? You're supposed to chew your food 23 times before you swallow it. Oh, yeah. That's pretty much what he does. And that's just for soup. Yeah. All right, well, okay, so, I, I wouldn't worry about it. As long as he's just not walking away from the food altogether. Well, I just want you to know that that he's a slow eater in case you end up inheriting the dogs. Cause oh, you, okay, yeah. You said that. We did this. Um, we yeah, talked we about talked about this. this. Oh, look at you. No, 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 no. Look it's, at you. Don't you, jump do you, to conclusions, but we talked about this a few podcasts ago. I asked you. We were I talking was, about wills. I, I wanted to know um, I if you would be on the list i didn't even put you at the top of the list to take my dogs in case something happened to me and happened to the first two people on the list and and i i'm going to be honest with you i thought you were less than gracious about it even knowing that you were the third one down the list so knowing that 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 the odds were i wasn't even going to get to get to you 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 know it's like when somebody says Hey, we should do lunch. And you totally don't want to F and want to have lunch with him. Yeah, but you yeah. go, yeah. oh my God, I would love to have lunch with you. Yeah, let's make that happen. Okay, now, see, I'm the exact opposite of the let's have lunch person. I'm the person who's thinking, now, I'm not just going to say something just to be to placater. I'm going to really, I'm thinking this through. I have two dogs already. Could I be a good person to have two more dogs? And I and so that was my hesitation because I want what's best for your dogs. No, you want what's best. best for you. You weren't thinking about my peace of mind when if you would have just said that's all I was thinking gonna, about. How am I going to even know? How would I even know? I'm not going to know. So your job really in that situation is to go. Oh my God! Of course I will. Don't even think. But about see, it. that's that's purely an emotional 
response. Of course I would. Oh, yeah. Me, me, me. What but is wrong with having an what, emotional response? No, that's what I, I was I, after. But you got to use the old brain. I forget where you that's located. You were not using your, your I'm using brain. My, I'm you, using my noggin because I know that I could not be... I, uh, there would be difficult issues to deal with. Like what? Uh, because I have two dogs already. Oh, would your okay. dogs get shunted to side? Would they have a, a life less than the as good as the one really? they had before? Yeah. You think Patty would let that happen? You know what? I'm going to ask her. I'm not even going to talk to you about it anymore. All right. But I also even... I, I think I, I thought also, I should be applauded for being honest. And instead, I'm being, I'm being, you know, treated like I'm some sort of pariah well, and i'm just trying to be a nice guy who thinks it through and doesn't just you weren't say, being oh yeah i'll do it and then of course they won't do it when the time yeah, comes but you're missing the point that's a good great time to not think something through because you were you just needed to answer my fear of i'm not gonna have anybody to care for my dogs that's all you had you to sound do. like you have two at least two others who have already taken care of that problem yeah so then why did you even say uh, oh, because that's unlike it's not gonna work for me really <laughs> Which <laughs> is exactly how you responded. And because, on top of that, I threw it a cash incentive. Well, that's right, you did. I yeah. threw it a cash incentive. How much money did you offer me? I, can't I remember. thought a thousand bucks would work. Oh, that was not, that'll work for a month. Well, and that's we got an email uh, from Carol Ann who who kind of addresses that. She agrees with you. I know who Carol Ann is. She's a cat person. And she said, "Well, she's she actually." Um, so, I mean, she wears a cat outfit, is what I mean. She said, "I I suggest starting with five hundred k for the dogs. If you're going to leave your dogs, you got to leave a you know a she, dowry of five thousand dollars to go with them." She says she had a vet. Five hundred k is five hundred. No, five thousand. I'm sorry, okay. five thousand. I agree with her on the five hundred k. She said she had a mysterious kidney. One of her dogs had a mysterious kidney thing, which was $1,500. Then she had a prescription for the rest of her life that was 25 bucks a month. Good point. Then she had eye surgery, which was 900 Good point. An eagle attacked the dog. That was $1,500. Good point. <clears throat> Annual exams and vaccinations, 150 License renewals. Uh, wait a minute. Wait. You just rolled your eyes at the license renewals. I don't, do you license your dogs? Well, no, I don't license them. I don't want them driving. See, my dogs are on the lamb. Well, we have little ID things on them, and they're chipped. You know, if that's they... not the. Are you? What are you, an idiot? That's not licensed. That's like saying, "Well, I'm not licensed to drive, but I have a really cute purse." <laughs> <laughs> You're by law supposed to register your, your dog. Your leap of logic just <laughs> amuses me. All right. So anyway, her point is yes, uh, the the dogs are expensive, and that I shouldn't. Do you concede that point? Yeah, well, yeah, of course. Because I Because when do. you're asking somebody to do this for you, you're you're like saying, "I'm putting you out into this boat, but I'm not giving you any gasoline to run the motor." Good luck. I just think it shouldn't be a business deal, though. It's it's a it's a it's a caring thing to say, of course. I mean, what what if I don't have any money to give somebody who to to watch my dogs? Is is all the all bets are off now? We're just gonna go um, shoot them and bury them in the lawn. I think you need to do like a Romeo and Juliet thing where you both off. You need to off your dogs and yourself. <laughs> okay. No, I'm just kidding. Of course. I mean, I well, I mean, okay. Of course. No, of you course. can't. You can't. I would. Uh, no, I would you're do not. That. No, I'm not even talking to you about it anymore. I'm talking to Patty. All right, fine. 
You see, I can't win. I, I, no, you could have and, won. And winning is you all that matters. You could have won if you had pulled your butt out, your head out of your butt <laughs> when I first said to you, hey, Pat, this means a lot to me. Well, I don't I have know. anybody in my, you know, my family. I just, I know. Uh, you know, and you went, hmm, yeah, that's not going to work for me. That is so exactly my voice. That's uncanny. I know. You're it a master of kind of hurt my feelings a little no, bit. I'm sorry, but I I thought that you... I would do it for you. I and here's you the other thing. you admired honesty, but I guess you don't. Well, and here's the other thing. Doesn't it give you a warm feeling to know that somebody feels that way about you, that they would come to you and... They're lying to you. Those two people, <laughs> those first two people on your list... And then they get around by themselves. Yeah, she thinks I'm going to take those. For the record, dogs. I wouldn't take those. For the long. record, both of them said absolutely. I would be that. Yeah, don't you worry about a thing. You go on and die, and don't you worry about a thing. I'll get to care of the dogs. So in a way, they're more execrable than I am because they're and, they're wanting you to to believe this more. And coil. they didn't even ask how much money I was going to give them with the dogs either. Every time I come. I wanted to show you something that uh, came in the mail. Now you get these. We all get these uh, from charities, mm-hmm. and and uh, in fact, I'm going to talk about a charity that I'm doing something for. Good. You're, uh, you're so good about that. You do a lot. You help a no, lot I, of charities. No, no, but I, I'm not doing a very good job with this one right now, and I need to step it up. Okay. And I want to even mention it on this podcast. But I, I won't say what charity this is for, but uh, it has to do with children. And if this is what you got in the mail. I got this in the mail. Okay. And you'll see they'll often they'll put some sort of headline on the front of the envelope before, please give. Yeah. Please help. It's a call to action. Yes. Pretty typical. Here's the one I got the other day, and I wanted you. It, there's a first of all, there's a picture of a of a sorrowful looking child. Oh. Yeah. It's a, and He's here, cowering in the corner. And here's what the headline says. <gasps> Throw me away. I'm used to it. Oh my God. I mean, is that the? That's the most guilt trip. Yeah, so it's in quotes as though he he is saying yeah. it. So he's cowering against the oh, wall. I know, I know. You're going to get this in the mail, and you'll just throw it away. That's okay. Yeah, I, I'm used to it. That's brilliant marketing. It is pretty smart because you opened it, didn't you? Yeah, you didn't throw it away. I'm going to. <laughs> no, no, it's I really just, good marketing. I just thought at first, my first hit one, it was how audacious, you know. But now I thought, no, that's pretty smart. Very smart. It's good. I mean, they're cutting to the chase yeah. here. Yeah. Go ahead. Throw yeah. me away. Be like everybody mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. Throw me away. I'm used to it. Yeah. Um, I think... And I then think... The, the letter that comes with it says, Dear friend, these are shocking words coming from a child, but believe me, they reflect normal feelings that come with abandonment. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, yeah, I can't... It's, and, it's... You know, <clears throat> those um, ads that come on television, and they usually have <clears throat> Sarah McLaughlin's... Yeah. You know, he- t- held by an angel song in with, the arms with the of the sorrowful angel. looking dog. With the, do- I I have to actually jump up <clears throat> and cover my. I have to do this all the way to the remote control. La 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 la, and I have to run and go to the remote control because they they just go way too much into detail, and I can't handle it. Please call the number on your screen, or go online and join the BCSPCA with a monthly gift right now i don't know if you saw this commercial for audi i saw it during the super bowl uh for some reason it has to do with uh 
crossing a Doberman with a Chihuahua, so they create a dog called a Doberwawa. It goes into a dog show, and then it escapes, and it starts devouring things and terrorizing neighborhoods. And at one point, it shows up at Sarah McLaughlin's house. I'm Sarah McLaughlin. Will you help these misunderstood animals? And then the dog pretty much eats her guitar and then runs off. So it shows that uh, Sarah McLaughlin has a sense of humor about all of this, but there is also no mistake that these very affecting PSA commercials that she does it's has become like the gold standard for guilt trips it is. on TV. And, it is. Yeah. It immediately makes you cry and feel bad yeah. and guilty and horrible, and that's what, you know, and, and it's a business, though. That's what they're counting on is for you to open up your pocketbook because you feel horrible and give money. I know. Is that a good reason to give money? Because you feel horrible and pit and pity. Yeah, is I mean, it? I guess it is. It's you know, uh, it, it, I do a lot of uh, <clears throat> charity auctions and things, and and this sounds this might sound cynical, and I, please, I don't mean it this way, but I ask them because there's usually a part in an in an auction where you, you're selling live items, and then right. you get to a point where they're going to do what they they call it variously fund a need or. Uh, 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 yeah, fund a need or fund a project or or it's a special part of the auction where you ask specifically for people to raise their bid cards. For 25 bucks each. For a general something. fund for a specific per- purpose. Right. And it, depending on the, the kind of auction it is, you could begin the paddle raise at $50,000. Oh Sometimes there are people that well healed, you know, uh-huh. or there will be ma- matching funds. If we can, for every dollar we raise tonight... Uh, the Boeing company said they will match it dollar for dollar, whatever. You know. Right. So, so, so um, I forgot where I was going. You were with saying that. Oh, that you didn't so want to sound cynical. So, but. I'll, what I always tell the the people putting the the auction together, and they're smart enough to know this themselves, I said, what? How are we going to lead into this fund and need portion mm-hmm. of the program? I said, well, sometimes it would say, well, we're going to we have a video, and then we're going to have a speaker, and I said, okay. Uh, I want to see the video. And then if the video is powerful and moving mm-hmm. and even tear-inducing in mm-hmm. some cases. I know. I said, now, who's who's your speaker going to be? Uh, it's going to be Dolores. She's pretty good. She's... I, say, I, I say, whatever you think is the strongest of those two things, that should be the last thing that, you that people, people see right. before you ask them to raise their cards. That's right. And it works. It, of it course does. it People does. will respond emotionally. Yeah, maybe they've been having a few drinks during right. the evening too, but I've seen it I've <clears> seen <throat> it completely turn. You can tell yep. sometimes that look into people's faces and say, I wasn't going to raise my card at this level, but now I'm going to because yeah. this is important and I can see that now. Right. So, but it, what is the difference between being emotionally moved, like you said, yeah. and feeling guilty? Is there a difference? I don't know. I don't know if there's a difference. Yeah. But I think, well, there is a difference. I mean, when you see, uh, and, and I'm going to talk about this in just a minute here, uh, and I won't talk long about it, but uh, when you see it, it, it particularly children yes, I, I, that have these horrible diseases, right. and, and here I am, I'm, you know, I've been around for six decades now, and, I, and I've never spent one day in the hospital, mm-hmm. and I, that's not fair. Right. It's not fair for a little child to suffer through it. Bad enough if it's an adult, but for a kid, it just tears your heart apart, and you just want to cry. And so, and then, strangely enough, kids are better equipped to handle that than Mm -hmm. adults are. Kids, it's amazing how Mm -hmm. resilient they are, how stoic they are, 
how they keep a sense of humor. Do you wonder if it's too, though, because they have nothing else to compare it to, really? Well, probably. I mean, they don't have a long experience in and, life. And the, your sense of mortality really isn't doesn't kick in until, right. you know. But when you have diseases where they give you uh, treatments that, that are, are, are required to bring you almost as close right. to death as they can yeah. in order for you to mm. recover. Uh, I mean, if you if you know that the money you're giving is going to go directly to fund research that's going to maybe not only improve the quality of life of these kids, mm-hmm. but maybe maybe even create a cure for this disease. I mean, you you know, if you 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 will respond to that. Anybody who has the funds is going to respond to it because it's a matters. We all have kids. We know people with kids. We. Yeah. You know, it's utterly relatable. Mm-hmm. The tougher charities are things like, uh, things like, uh, let's say, arts. If you're right to support the arts, I think that's great too. But it isn't as emotionally. You're uh, right. It's not as a visceral, a visceral a thing as mm. as kids, sick kids, and education and things like mm-hmm. that. So, all that leads me into uh, just briefly saying that I have uh, I've signed on to be with the um, Leukemia and Lymphoma Society of Washington, uh, which is called the LLS, I am uh, going to, in a program called Man and Woman of the Year. Yes. And so we have selected, I think, five men and there's five women. And I basically, it's a fundraising campaign. Right. And every dollar that you give to my campaign is equal to one vote, and then at the for end, man of or or woman. Are you going for woman of the year? I haven't really decided that yet, uh, and it's not really for me to decide, I guess. But, right. But uh, it's all to fund therapies and treatments for kids, and and the and the goal for each and every man or woman of the year is ten thousand dollars, which is a lot of money. That's great. That's a lot of money. Yeah, and I'm just uh, I got a long ways to go. Well, and, is, and the one that is, raises the most money then becomes man of the year. The woman that raises the most money then becomes woman. What? Of the how? Year. What's the timeline? What? How long do you have to do this? Um, mm. Mid late May. Because didn't like it that. just start in April? Yeah. See, that's March. the other thing. They didn't give you a lot of time either. That's well, a month, right? Two yeah. months. And I, I have to be honest with you, Lisa. I really tried to. I thought I could just go and say, thank you. It's so flattering that you asked me to do this. You think I'm a lot better connected than I than I probably really am. Uh, and I just don't know. I mean, I can't pick up the phone to the president of Wells Fargo, right. for example, and say, give me $10,000. I just, I, <clears throat> it just, first of all, I, it's not that I'm not even connected, but I, I, it's just not me. I'm not I comfortable know you, doing that. You are not comfortable i i, I mean, saw I that support I saw, your campaign i love it i saw you post it on facebook yeah. and i thought the first the second i saw it i thought oh i know pat's not comfortable and that's with a this. lame excuse and then that's it's why not I, lame. It's I decided just, i'm gonna do it anyway even though i'm not comfortable with it because it's so dang important yeah it is important and so now i've got to make i'm trying to make up ground so i i just tell you about it you can see it on facebook maybe we could put a link to it on yeah our, we'll definitely put a link to it on that. our on our on our site as and, well uh, and, and when when's your deadline for end uh, of may yeah it's mid may so yeah maybe we'll put got, something up i got 6 weeks and or maybe so. we'll put something up at not our, even that anymore yeah. so we'll put something up at the live taping too and yeah. call it cash maybe yeah cash um 
you, you, you can send a, you know PayPal, uh, whatever. It doesn't have to be a lot of money, but if I can get enough people giving some money, then yeah. you never know. It'll add up. I'll give you some money. And anyway, and it isn't about that. I think part of my resistance is at calling man of the year, woman of the year, as if it's about Yeah, us, you know? I, I, I did wonder about that. Yeah. I don't, not really sure. Is anyway. there a minimum, though, that you, can you donate anything? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've got mm, $20. Um, okay. I'll give you some donation. Money. You don't have I'll give to. you some money, even though you're not. Even I don't though, see. I don't like even it though to you're be being about, an ass about my dogs. I, I will give you some. If money you give me some money, I'll, I'll think, re-examine what I'm thinking okay, about the dogs. Just dog, remember, so, okay. Quincy, it's really slow. All right. Can't buy me love, love, That's right. Uh, I don't know how much time we have left here. I know you've I got, got a, f- a few more. You've got to scoot we down the road. We've got a few more minutes here. Uh, let's see. What what should we... Oh, um, oh. Um, okay, let me read you this story. It doesn't have to lead anywhere, but I just, right. this story jumped out at me. It's a little story in the local uh, paper a couple weeks ago. It's fantastic because it, it, it makes you wonder. Mm-hmm. It just makes you wonder. Okay, I'll read it exactly as written. Okay. What do you want to say? What paper it was? It was in the Seattle Times. Okay. And I, you know, I pulled it out of the paper, so I don't even know the date. But it was about uh, I mean, a couple, three, maybe even been a month ago. Okay. Here's the story. I won't read the headline because I want you to enjoy the story without tipping the headline. Firefighters rescued a man who fell into a tank of sewage at the treatment plant in Seattle's Discovery Park Ugh. on Thursday evening. Fire department spokesman Kyle Moore said firefighters had to remove a grate to pull out the 23-year-old man. Como reports he told firefighters he'd taken drugs and then gone for a walk with his girlfriend on the beach. He saw the tank, decided to climb it, and somehow fell in. (laughs) Firefighters worried the girlfriend also might have fallen into the sewage, but she was found just fine walking on the beach. Shaking your head. Firefighters and sewage plant workers decontaminated the man. He was also checked in at a hospital. That's just nauseating. Well, first of all, he they, should call her ex girlfriend because I can guarantee you she ain't dating him yeah, anymore. Yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, I, I, I guess my comment would be: Does you know, if you were going to write it into a joke, you just could say, "Does this really need a punchline?" <laughs> you know, twenty-three-year-old man falls into sewage tank. What a twenty-three-year-old guy won't do to impress his girlfriend. <laughs> Jeez. That's right. What a dork. That's right. What a classic dork. Yeah. I was yeah. taking drugs. Yeah, I was taking drugs. Oh, good. Good. That's good yeah. for you. I think I'll climb up this tank. Ooh. Okay. Ooh, I wonder if That she... stinks down there. I think I better go take a closer look. Oh, boy. <laughs> I love this story. Uh, it, re- it really doesn't even need a comment. To dream the impossible dream. Hey, you wanted you wanted to uh, talk to uh, talk to me about. I, I didn't read this whole story, so I need you to tell me more about about the World Vision yeah. uh, retracting its stand on gays. I'd heard something about it. I just hadn't had a chance to research it. Do you tell me what's going on? Well, I don't know. Who that the much. heck is World Vision, by the way? Uh, World Vision is a uh, char- a charity, a very big charity. When there are disasters around the world, if there's a famine going on someplace, and that. Especially third so world. So they're like red on the on the scale of the Red Cross. In, in a way, in a yes. Way. Okay. But they uh, the difference with them as compared to Red Cross is that um, 
World Vision really is uh, religion-based. Got it. Okay. It's a Christian yeah. organization. Okay. And so World Vision decided, this was a few weeks ago now, but they decided, uh, we know what, we're, we, we have decided we're going to hire married gay Christians. We've that decided we, we're going to hire married gay Christians. Right. So two Which men, was a change of their original policy. Two, if, you, if you were no, gay okay. and you acknowledged that and you were married... It was a gay okay. marriage. No, you weren't. Gonna so they're finally be... um, okay. Good. So, so that's that made me happy when I heard that. Yeah. Then, only two days go by, and she, they completely retracted their position. What? Yeah. Two days later, they said, "Nope, uh, uh, never mind." We got too big of a backlash. Uh, a lot of people were canceling their donations. Nope. So we're yeah, we're, we're taking it back. And I thought it's always about the money. You got to be kidding me! First of all, <clears throat> well. First of all, couldn't they? If they must have floated a, a balloon out there, mustn't they? And said, "Let's right. see how this. See what people think. Let's ask around. See if it would bother them if we hired uh, married gay people." And then, but then, but assuming that they did that, they must have got. Oh, okay. Looks like it's a good thing. Let's do it. This is a new century. Let's let's move with the program. The way the world is going, we'll we'll say, "Yep, if you're married and you're gay, doesn't matter. If you're a Christian." Come on board. And then two days later, to to retract that decision is just the well, weakest, lamest thing. I don't think it's weak and lame. And a guy who had a lot to do with it is now resigned. Is resigned. But yeah. I don't think it's weak and lame because if it was affecting them financially, then that they had no choice. What's weak and lame are, is the backlash... What's weak and lame is that they, decision. to retract it, though. I mean, well, they but had if they're to, losing money and they can't help people, they have to say, "Well, okay, I guess." But but you but to make the decision in the first place, you cannot have been operating in a in a vacuum. You cannot have been blind to your donor base. You had to know where they were coming from. You're right. Did, yeah, you're right. And so they, why would they why would they do it in the first place? Yeah. If they had, they must not have done any due diligence and just decided. Yep, we'll show everybody how cool we are, yeah. how magnanimous. We'll make this decision. And then to retract it two days later, well, it, I think, you you know what? You've made the decision. You better ride it out. Exactly. Your, don your donations will come back someday. Yeah. And maybe you'll get new donations That's that you true. never had before. That's but true. But two days later, you can't react like Their that. Their first mistake might have been to even make this announcement. There, you don't need to make an announcement. I just, don't know if they made do a, it. I don't know if they made a big public announcement or right. if it just right. Uh, is their retraction is what made it in well, the, into somebody, the news. Well, somebody they announced it to somebody because apparently the backlash that they got yeah, is what true. resulted in true. in people pulling donations. So if they just shut up about it and just if anybody did apply, they could say, "Oh yeah, we do that now." Yeah, don't this is. Uh, by the way, this is a federal way based Christian global aid organization. It's yeah. just down the road. Yeah. And uh, they're, uh, the the head cheese guy said, rather than creating unity, our decision created division. So uh, we decided, uh, we, mm -hmm. we discussed it. We prayed on this for years. Mm -hmm. And we made this decision, but now we just, we we just we got to go back the way it was because well, it just didn't work out. It's killing their organization. Well, it, it's a. It's, I don't know, I two days, I, I just, hmm. Yeah, you do I, wonder how much they saw, when they say a drop, two days, how much of a drop do you see? So what, are you saying you think it's something else is going on, or I don't, what? No, no, I'm not saying anything, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just a, appalled and amazed. That's true. That you could retract that after two mm -hmm. lousy days. Mm -hmm. You had, you said you prayed on this, 
if you believe in, in right. the power of prayer. You said you discussed it. Right. You presumably uh, did your due diligence. You you asked your donation base, mm-hmm. what would you think if we did this? Mm-hmm. They, it all had to have happened. Probably not, though. I don't know. Yeah. It just To me, it just it made my eyes roll. And I thought, oh, man, yeah. come on. I know. It's No it's wonder the guy had to resign. He made a bad decision twice, it yeah. sounds like. Yeah, it is frustrating. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I guess we better wrap this baby up. Okay. Uh, I got one more thing. This might be a longer podcast than some, but this we have to talk about this now. What? Uh, there was an article in the paper. Uh, again, this is the Seattle Times. This was back in uh, end of March. Little girl, eight years old, named Sunny Kale. She likes to keep her hair short. She likes to wear boys' clothes. She collects hunting knives, and she shoots a BB gun. Her great-grandfather says, He's a pure 100% tomboy. <laughs> and uh, that sounds cute. That is cute. But to Timberlake Christian School, where she goes to school, the second grader's ways said, Nope, you better start acting like a girl or you better find another what? school. Yep. Who said this? This was her, her Timberlake teacher? Christian School. Uh, they said, no, you can't be wearing boys' clothes, and you got to act like a girl. What does a girl act like? That's what I was going to ask what you What does that. an eight-year-old girl that's act like? That's what I wanted to ask you about this. That is, that's outrageous. The, the pa- people found another school, but they didn't go quietly. After being told Good. by lawyers that they have no grounds for a lawsuit because Timberlake Christian is a private school, the Thompsons said, we're going public with our complaints. Good. Carol Thompson, 66, said, I don't see nothing Christian about it. That's not how a 66-year-old woman talks. You're right. Well, I'm, we're assuming it's a woman. <laughs> that just... was an 80-year-old man you just did. <laughs> well, it. no, Carol is her great-grandfather. Oh, I thought Carol was a woman. Like Carol O'Connor. Yeah, got it. Oh, yeah. got it. Okay. Mm. Uh, maybe 66. So maybe it's on a... <laughs> I don't see nothing Christian about it. First of all, Mr. Thompson, that's a double negative. Right. All right. But uh, this school was founded, uh, he, he said this in an interview, outside of the school founded by Jerry Falwell, I wonder Liberty if, University. I wonder if they said, so uh, obviously there's a lot of details that we don't yeah. have here, right. but the school is saying she better start acting like a girl. Right. Or else, what was the here's conse- what the princi- here's, what was the consequence if she didn't? Here's what the principal wrote: a woman named Becky Bowman. She said, "Quote: We believe that unless Sunny, as well as her family, clearly understand that God has made her female, and her dress and behavior need to follow suit with her God-ordained identity, that the school is not the best place for her future education." And the mom says, well, Sonny knows she's a girl. She's never, to her knowledge, wished she were a boy. And even if she did, who cares? Well, that's the bigger who cares? point, of course. So, they so made they're her... just questioning her dress and... Yeah, she acts... Well, I remember then... lots of tomboys in my school. That's right, yeah. Lots I, of tomboys. I kind of liked them. They were fun. They mm-hmm. were usually 
stronger and more athletic than me, and, and I didn't like that. And beat the hell that. out of you. When I was a kid, Lisa, when I was in about the fourth, fifth grade, I was easily the fastest kid in my class. Yeah. I mean, I just was very fleet. I yeah. had no other skills, but I was very fast. Right. Probably learned that from running away from bullies. <laughs> but my favorite friend was a tomboyish girl named Christine. And mm. we would were friends, and we'd walk home from school together. I don't know how it came up, but one day she said, you want to race? I said, no. That's, I was so cocky confident that I would smoke her that I said, no, I don't, no, I don't, I don't want to do that. Come on, let's just go from down here to the mailbox. So you said no because you didn't want to make her feel bad. Yeah, exactly. So off we go. And, I mean, she just killed me. I could, I've never been beaten before by any kid. And I couldn't believe how effortlessly she was looking back at me. Like, was she come wearing, on, come on, catch up. Was she wearing high heels too? Probably. <laughs> I said, man, I thought, geez, man. Oh, man. I'm, well, never gonna, I'm never going to agree to race a girl again. Yeah. That's, well, if she had acted more like a girl, you would still have your ego intact. Yeah, that's and exactly right. And I think that's right. what they're trying to tell her. Act more like a girl. Yeah, think about that, Sonny. Sonny. Yesterday my life was filled with rain. Sonny. You smiled at me and really eased the pain. Now the dark days are done and the bright days are here My sunny one shines so sincere Sunny one so true, I love you Thanks for listening to Peculiar Podcast. Hey, goodbyes. <laughs> Join Pat and Lisa online at PeculiarPodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration.